tragic moment in his life. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Just In Time. On today's episode of Just In Time, I will be speaking on suicide. Suicide is a topic that no one really likes to discuss, but it actually needs to be discussed more often than never. I say this because in today's society, you're seeing more and more people contemplating or committing suicide. We as people often think that this certain thing would never happen to us or in our family. So we really don't want to think about it or discuss it until we get that dreaded call. And this year, just this year, that was me. And I would like to share my personal testimony when it comes to attempted suicide or suicide. So this past year, 2019, on one of the most prestigious day of love, February the 14th, Valentine's Day, um, my oldest daughter, Jojo, attempted suicide. I got a call February the 14th, 2019, about 8.40 p.m. that night from JoJo mom, Michelle. And Michelle had stated to me that my daughter was being rushed to the hospital unconscious after taking a bottle of pill and just pouring them down her throat. Michelle also informed me that JoJo was not conscious. And I was lost for words. I was hurt. The first thing I did was call my mom, Valerie, and I told her what happened. And um, I told her I was on my way to Colleen, Texas, where my daughter lived, which is about two and a half or three hour drive. This is a topic that I would I thought I would never ever had to discuss up until that night. And it changed my life forever. So for me, someone who then overcame so much in life, my mentality is break but don't bend, bend but don't break. My mentality is we go finish. My mentality is never giving up. My mentality is just finding a way. And, 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 and it's, a, it's, it's strong, you know. I was raised to, like, be mentally strong no matter what you go through. And, and February the 14th, Valentine's Day, changed that whole mindset. Um, You hear all the time about people, kids, adults, young and old, committing suicide or attempting suicide. And he said, well, man, I wonder what that person was going through. But the reality is that you will never, you know, you have to go through uh, phases of uh, counseling and different treatment in order to find this out. But okay, back to back to that dreaded call that night. So I got on the road. The whole time I'm on the road, I'm praying because, like, I already know that she's not breathing. 
I already know that she's been rushed to the hospital. And, um, you know, I, I get the address of the hospital. I'm driving. You know, of course, her mom is worried more about her. And, 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 and that's that's what she needed to be. And so um, I was speeding and um, I got stopped. But I didn't stop. I kept going because I just that night, the, the fear of me not seeing my daughter or my daughter not waking up, um, it was a big fear of mine. Um, so I got down to Colleen about 11.30, got to the hospital. Uh, when I got there, I seen Michelle. Michelle's with her husband. And uh, she stated to me that JoJo was still, uh, they was pumping her stomach. And that they was, you know, trying to get the pills out of her. And, you know, that night, um, you know, I didn't know what to do. You know, I didn't know how to feel. You know, I started blaming myself. You know, I started blaming myself. And I thought I had everything on the wraps when it came to making sure I called her, making sure I go get her. Making sure I get, I do for her. Making sure she knows she's she loved by me. Like, unconditionally. Like, I don't care about the mouths. I don't care about nothing. I'm your daddy. So I thought in my head I had done enough for my baby. And I didn't understand why she would want to do this to herself. And so, I, I um. Got inside the hospital and got calmed down. Um, the doctors them came out and they said we got all the pills about her. We're checking now her vitals. So now for the last three, four, five hours into the mid morning of that next day, it was just all about making sure that her blood level and you know, all her vitals was right. And I remember literally after he told us that they was doing checking the numbers and that pretty much, you know, we could take a nap or whatever, you know. Um, I remember going back out to my car. And I remember I slept in my car the first two nights she was in the hospital. I, I remember just like asking God why. And I, I like I was angry, but I didn't know what I was angry at. And so, you know, I, I just, like I said, once again, having that strong mentality, I was like, oh, my God, this is not happening. But it was. It was like really my reality on Valentine's Day of 2019, February 14th at 8.45 p.m. when I got that dreaded call. And so I didn't tell nobody. It was only a core five, six people who knew, like literally a lot of people is going to find out doing this podcast because I decided that I, I didn't want to keep it to myself anymore because I had a young lady who was a college student who attempted suicide. And I just, I just, I felt like if I would have shared JoJo's story with her, I maybe could have assisted her in a way. And so I made a commitment to just bring awareness, no matter who you are, what, how strong you think you are. If, you, if your kid is going through something and they're not talking to you and, and you know, and, and they're not like they're changing, you know, you got to you need to be you need to be worried, you know. And the thing is, is like 
Like I didn't see the chain. And and because the way I see JoJo is that I go get her every first, third, and fifth weekend. You know, she living clean with her moms. I get her holidays. You know, I get her whenever she won't want to come. The older she got, her need changed. So, you know, I don't force it. I just let her know I'm here. And, you know, when you're you're not busy being a senior or junior playing sports, I'm here to pick you up, bring you here, and we love you. So, you know, I, like I said, I thought I had everything covered when it came to, like, just my love and true love and, and making sure I know what was wrong with her. But, man, I found out that night that I didn't have a clue. And I found out that night that I would need to do, just do some research because I was like, this word suicide, it don't resonate in my life. It, it's not something I'm opposite of that. I'm overcome. I'm strength. So I had to like really check myself and I had to ask God for direction when it came to how I was going to talk to my daughter and how I was going to get to a point of a comfort zone of knowing that she had attempted to take her life. Knowing how much I love God and how much I pray to him about my kids. And I really had to, I struggled. So I, I just, I just gave it, I just, I just, I just gave it up the second night. So the one thing about suicide, once again, is it's an intention act. Okay. Of like you taking your own life. Okay. Um, it's like, it's impulsive. Like it can happen like that. Uh, depending on your stress level, financial level, uh, relationship, whatever, bullying. Kids go through bullying and so forth and so on. And so, like I say, this was just something that just, it, it just didn't stick with me. And so after my baby pulled through and we got to see her, um, after those hours of her vitals and everything, um, it was so strange because she just thought that uh, life was just fit to continue to, to go on. She didn't understood and understand what she had did to herself, and, and so she she was she was conscious and she was talking to me and her mom and she was like, "Oh, I got a field trip, and you know uh, when I check out tomorrow." And, and you know, her mom looked at me and I was like, "No, nah, sweetheart, it don't work like that." And I think the hardest thing for me was knowing that my baby had to go because by state law mandate, she had to go to a site facility and she had to go through treatment. And her mom had to go through treatment and I had to go through treatment and we had to be strong together. And me and Michelle have always had a strong co-parenting relationship when it came to JoJo. And so it didn't make it no it didn't make it no better. We even got stronger as a parents, and we you know it's easy just for me to just tell her it was her fault, just like first vice versa for her to tell me it was my fault. But the reality is that we came together like we've been coming together for our daughter, not understanding why this girl would do this when she have all these verbals in her life that are so bright and so so just. So growth, like everything, girl, you don't want for nothing. But I found out that you can have all you can have all the variables in the world. You can have every variable that you ever wanted that you call a dream or a goal. But if you ain't got something internal, if you missing something internal, like still to this day, I know the variables now why my daughter attempted, but 
that night, the night of love, the night of Valentine's Day, I didn't understand it. And once again, it's easy to point the finger and blame, but I didn't do that. What I did was I went and researched. I went and looked at some information when it came to suicide because after that night, I understood that it was going to be something that I visit often so that I understand what language I needed to speak if it occurred again. And I prayed to God. And, you know, my daughter said, well, I can't go home. I said, no, mama. And you can't go to school. And I said, things are going to be a little bit different for a minute. But we go get through it. And, and and I had to like force myself to hear myself talk to my daughter. And that was the first time in my life that I was ever cautious about anything when it came to talking. I'm a communicator. I know how to do that well. But when it came to that, my precious oldest daughter, I didn't. I had to literally reprogram myself on how to like communicate with my baby. I had to ask people like my mentor how to do it. Like I said, I didn't share this with a lot of people because, you know, when you go through things in today's world, people take the moment that are, that is just crucial to somebody and they use it to their advantage. And so with me and how I think and how I program, I just didn't want to give someone that opportunity to, to, to share that before I was ready to share it. And, and, and so it is, this is to any young body who, who's in high school, college, who's 25 to 30, who's got a job, married, stressed, dealing with bully. Find somebody. Find somebody. If it's not your parents you're comfortable with, it's somebody out there who you can talk to. At the end of this show, I'm going to give you a hotline number you can call. It's 24 hours a day. You can call and talk to somebody because I'm telling you, your life is precious. Your memories that you go to build is precious. Now, God blessed me and he blessed my baby to phase out. But I promise you, it was one of the most difficult moments in my life. And even to this day, sometimes I wake up heavy sweat breathing and I just get on my knees because I think about her all the time because the fact is that she attempted suicide already one. So she have a high risk at future attempt, which I'm going to pray. And I believe my prayers is going to be stronger than her attempt. And I know for a fact she ain't going to try. No for a fact she ain't. Just because of the point of how we phased out and how we went through the treatment. But it did scar me where I definitely got to make sure I bring awareness and I definitely got to take part in different type of committees. And I definitely got to go just continue to educate myself, you know, because it's important. It's important. 45,000 death in 2016. Those are the recent number because, you know, the way that we survey uh, is every three to five years. So I went when I went to go look for the numbers, 
I was shocked to know that 45,000 people committed suicide in 2016. Here's the thing that scares me. 2.8 million made a plan to kill themselves. 1.3 million attempted suicide. 2016. So you had 45,000 deaths. 2.8 made a plan to kill themselves. And 1.3 attempted suicide. My daughter is now part of that 1.3 million. And I hope she don't ever be part of it again. I pray to God that the resources and the different counseling sessions and treatment that we went through and she went through, that she understand what she have to do in order not to get back in that place. Because it don't matter what you, clothes, shoes, book bag, you can have them, they got all the technology, you, you know what I'm saying, good parents, they support it in sports, they be at every game. That stuff don't matter when your kid is in need and they don't have enough tools to to come to you, or go to the other parent and say, this is what I was dealing with. These are the variables that made me do this. This is the why behind why I attempted suicide. You don't, you don't, you know, I didn't take a class in college on that. I ain't take a class in life on that up until January, February the 14th of this year. And so what it made me realize is that, man, I don't have to be strong. I don't have to tell my kids they better not ever think about suicide. What I need to tell my kids is that these are the resources that are here to help you. If you can't talk to daddy, I make sure my kids have somebody, one of my friends. I know for a fact my kids can go talk to two of my friends who I trust them. I trust their words and I trust what they go get my kids. Because I know sometimes I know me and I know sometimes I don't bend. Well, I used to not bend. I've been a lot now because it's needed because I had to remind myself that my daughter didn't get raised like me to be mentally tough. And that my son and my other son and my other daughter, they didn't want to raise like me. And they didn't go through my situation. And so to any parent who kid and attempted suicide, I'm praying for you every day. And I hope you will pray for me. I have six beautiful kids. I hope that, pray to God that Jojo is the only one who's in that 1.3 million as we live and as we move forward in life. But at the end of the day, it's going to affect you. It's going to affect you more than you think you. But I don't know. Everyone did, did find the word strong. All I know is I just took the word strong and disappeared it and just put be there for my kids. Allow them to open up and talk about anything on their minds. And so with me going through my daughter attempting suicide and transitioning to the psych ward and 
you know, all these things they, they I used to they used to, you see movies and those are just all negative things. And you think to yourself, man, my daughter's in a in a bad place, but then I had to realize like, no, she wasn't. That was a reality. And it was up to me and her mom to figure it out together. And so we figured it out. And, you know, uh, my daughter's a senior now. And we went through this whole summer. And uh, I had to kick back up on my calling and 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 popping in and, and FaceTiming. Because, you know, sometimes I got six kids and I run, 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 run. And the little things like making sure, like, I just FaceTime for 20 minutes or call her for five. They kind of became, like, teared down on the priority list. But now I had to put them back and I had to make sure they stay there. And so once again, we got to be understanding and we have to make sure our kids know that we're here for them. Suicide is nothing to play with when you're thinking about the act of intentionally hurting yourself or causing your own death. It is nothing to play with. And so I'm pledging tonight, John, just in time. Is here for any activity that when it comes to suicidal. If there are any kid out there who needs someone to talk to, you can call 1-800-273-TALK-8255. Once again, you can call the National Suicide Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. After February 14th, my heart, the way I think, is totally different now. I thank God that my baby's enjoying her senior year. I thank God for our partnership, me and Michelle's strengthening partnership and understanding that, you know, it wasn't about blame. It was about finding the solution so we don't have to revisit this place. And it was like, I want to say, one of the darkest moments of my life. And the fact that I couldn't share it with people because of the way people in this world take you down the just the worst moment and they use it to their advantage. And so now you know. Pray for my baby. She's great. When you see a hugger, don't feel sorry for her because she's great. Because me and Michelle made sure after we had that encounter that we couldn't be the same. We had to bring something different. And so if, if you got anybody out there who deal with it, don't be ashamed. Share your testimony. Let your kid know you love them. Let your kid know it's okay. They're not perfect. You let your kids know that life is worth living. And it ain't nothing that it could take them and make them do that. And it's easy for me to say it. But it's hard when your kid Go through something like that and you have to reprogram you as a person, you as a dad. Just and I, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to to just be open and willingness to do whatever is needed so that my kids can have a life. And my kids can have reach their dreams and my kids can reach their goals. And my kids can have everything that that they want in life that they want in life. So the only thing that I'm asking all you parents as you go forward is that we need to be there to support and guide them through their life. 
You know, we are living in the last days, so we need to be their light as long as we are, because this world is showing nothing but negativity. If you let the world shape your kid picture, man, they're going to always be in, in something like suicide state. So let's make sure us as parents, we continue to shape our picture. And you know what? Don't pressure your kid. If your kid don't want to play sports, okay, let them not play sports. If they don't want to do this, okay, don't pressure them. Whatever the thing I found out is that whatever those kids want to do, you just let them be like come to you and say, I want to be a part of that. Then you just support them. Jojo, I love you. My life changed May 6th, May 20th when I had you. My love for you is still strong. And I want you to understand that, like I told you before I ran this show this morning, babe, I'm going to always be there for you. I'm going to always try to do my best. You just make sure you share what you're going through. If you came with me, with your mom, your granny, your uncle, you find somebody where you can get it out of you. And to anybody out there who attempted the same thing as my daughter, I pledge to you the same thing. Don't be afraid to share your testimony. You're not weak. You're not weak, I repeat. You're not different. You're not weird. You're human. You're a human being. And human being goes through transition and obstacles in life. Everyone can beat the odd when they got a great team and they're willing to share with their team what they need. Because of me, Michelle, my mom, Michelle, dad, my homeboy, Jadea, my homeboy, Effort. My daughter is in a great place now. So I thank y'all because Janelle was giving me gas money so I could go because I was going. I was on the freeway. Same with effort. So, thank you guys. Thank y'all for keeping my secret and not sharing it with nobody. Thank y'all for praying to my moms. Yeah, I already know. Because of you, I am who I am. And I thank you for give me the insight to deal with this situation, not on that night, but through the whole phase and transition of it. And because of who you are, my daughter is enjoying her senior year to my dad, Robert. I love you, dude. To my sister, Felicia and Jennifer, y'all prayers work to Miss Parks. Thank you so much for always praying and always let me know that no matter what life throws at me, I got to live and I got to continue to live with God. Make sure that you making sure you there for your kids. And to anybody, once again, if you're feeling too stressed, if you're feeling like the pressure of life on your shoulder. Find somebody to talk to. Find somebody to get it out. And I'm going to leave you with this before I close. 
you are worthy. You are worthy of living today, tomorrow, in your past, future. You are worthy of every life goal, blessing God is going to bless in your life. So to anybody out there who's feeling down and out, just get around the right team. Make sure you're sharing what you're going through. And people, let's make sure we focusing and understanding that suicide is real and it's nothing to play with. And it's, like I said, until you are touched by it, it's not even something you think about. But we may need to change the way we think because the society is just so negative, negative. And these kids have so much pressure on them to just whatever. So, again, this is my personal testimony through my experience with suicide through my daughter. And as always, thank you for listening to Just In Time. Until I talk to you again, have a great Wednesday morning. Be blessed.